Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. to the three angry gamers podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always dungeon daddy lucas yo hey it's dungeon daddy <laughs> i I'm, I'm definitely in the dungeon being a daddy for you all know. my listeners yeah i was gonna say daughters but i don't think that's good <laughs> okay that yeah let's not go Let, that let's try to draw the yeah uh and then also what host is always dennis how's it going dennis hey i'm pretty good Thanks. not a daddy <laughs> Not yet. Okay, not yet. <laughs> uh, oh, go ahead, Lucas. You were gonna give that another fucking Donald Duck as a starter Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's quacktastic. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but like, I literally want like a Pokemon. I'm like, is that Donald Duck? Should we just like? <laughs> ju- I guess we should just jump into this. Because Lucas is already ready to talk about this new Pokemon. Apparently. Oh, no. We have these new the free games to talk about first. And then we'll talk about Pokemon. Um, yeah. Free PlayStation Plus next month is uh, Ark Survival Evolved. So MMO-ish kind of uh, mm-hmm. dinosaur game. And then Team Sonic Racing and Ghost Runner. And then I think they're giving out the standalone co-op Ghost of Tsushima thing as well. So Yes. Oh. A multiplayer version or something? Oh, a Grand yeah. Theft Auto multiplayer online, I think. Yeah. So. I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so those are free. Uh, I guess that's that's exciting for some people. I think it's like, oh, last month it was so shitty that they kind of had to uh, fix it. A little bit with this month but this month is still like eh. like i want someone to be like waiting for sonic team racing or team sonic racing to drop so they can play that like i was going to buy it on sale i like the first two sonic racing games actually they really like the first one but like the second one was okay it was like transformed or something and then i wanted to try this one but i didn't want to pay a shit ton of money so it's free so yay yay uh yeah mm-hmm. And then Epic Games is giving out a game called Chris Tales. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know it, but I got it. Apparently it's, it's free. Apparently it's $50. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's uh, the Tales of Chris, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I want a sequel called Chad Tales. Where's, where's Tales of Chad? Uh, yeah, it's apparently like an old school RPG, so, yeah, it's, it's free, uh, this week on Epic Game Store, and, uh, next week is not much better, because you get the Epic Slayer kit for a game called Dauntless, which is a free-to-play game, so. Oh, yes. If you, Dauntless still exists. (laughs) I mean, if you play Dauntless, I guess. Yeah. For you, 
I've never played it, and I don't think I will. Yeah, I had a friend who wanted me to try it with him, and he played it for like a week before he got bored. I mean, it's like Monster Hunter, so I think it, some people will like it. Oh, I just yeah. think it died down pretty quickly. It looks like Fortnite beats Monster Hunter. Mm hmm. And not in a good way. In a way, like, <laughs> who would waste your time with this? But, yeah. I, I'm kind of hoping they throw in another game next week to be like, hey, for those who don't play Dauntless, here you go. Alright, Lucas, let's talk about the new Pokemon. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have been announced. They showed up. You, you, mean, you mean DuckTales. We're having an adventure in fucking DuckTales, right? <laughs> you forget about Weed Cat. What the? What? Oh. Yeah, there's like a grass starter Pokemon that looks like people people have, um, have already started like putting like joints in his mouth and like called him, <laughs> called him Ganja Cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so at 6 a.m. this morning, there was a Pokemon Direct. Uh, was largely uneventful. Uh, they announced that there were updates for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. And then they capped it off by announcing Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Uh, which are two new Pokemon games coming later this year. So uh, they announced that you're not going to have to wait too long for this. Uh, it's supposed to be launching, yeah, later this year. Presumably November or October. Um... And yeah, it, the gameplay they showed off looks very similar to Pokemon Legends Arceus, like open world, very much you have the freedom to kind of explore as you want. Uh, but then it also looks to be a little bit more traditional Pokemon game, like a little bit more modern, which I've kind of said this while playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think it's a good game, but I was sort of like, oh, well, what would this look like in a modern Pokemon game with like the gym battles and all that stuff. And that looks like what Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is. It's pretty much Pokemon Legends RCS but updated in a you know more more, I guess, modern or what we kind of expect from Pokemon setting. So I mean it looks really good. Uh I'm really excited for it. But they also showed off the starters and again the starters are where everyone's like just they've automatically started memeing the shit out of it. Um, there's one that people are calling Ganja Cat because it's a cat Pokemon that's a, like a, I don't know, grass starter. There's one that's a very happy dinosaur Pokemon that's your fire starter. And then there's DuckTales, which is not his actual name, but I'm going to be calling this Pokemon DuckTales. So, so their names Spurgatio and Fr for Kako, and I'm assuming this is part of... We're going to be going Wait, to Italy? Because that's what, what it you, sounds like. What are you What are you doing, Lucas? What? I'm huh? just you. Because you said Kako. <laughs> so I was like, oh. No, it's called Spurgatio is the cat's name. Wait, so it's like spaghetti? What? This is so yeah, weird. Yeah, I'm saying it's right there. <laughs> These people at Pokemon Company have been doing some fucking weed. I, I, I don't yeah, I've always been super impressed with how they always come out with like very different Pokemon names. Like, who comes up with these? Do they just sit in a room and start shooting out phrases and words and sounds? I think so. Well, they went to Crazy. Boston Pizza. That's what they did. They got some pasta. You know what we should have? We should name these Pokemon <laughs> after these fucking spaghetti. It's a good idea, <laughs> partner. Wait, I love how you said Fukako, and it's like Fukoko. I'm pretty sure. It's f I have no idea. He just like say the word cock, basically. <laughs> I always say the word cock. <laughs> yeah, so Sprigatio is a grass cat Pokemon. Uh, and then Fukoko is the fire croc Pokemon. And then Quaxley is the duck Pokemon. Um, you should name it Donald Duck. If I buy this game, if I buy a Switch that you still haven't done yet, I will. I am definitely going to call this thing Donald. That's it. <laughs> we are going to go on tails together and kill their ducks. Could kill a tail of ducks. Um, I'm trying to figure which starter I like the most out of the three. And I do like Ganja Cat the most. Even though his final evolution <laughs> will probably be the most boring. But 
don't know yeah. why you don't go with DuckTales, buddy. I mean, he's wearing... It, like, he's got what looks like a hat on his head, and it's maybe hair. I'm so confused. I don't know who designed this Pokemon, but the person was clearly high on something. So, <laughs> yeah. I was a little disappointed in this announcement. They still didn't announce Pokemon home support for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. That's still something they haven't announced yet. And they were saying, oh yeah, we're going to announce it this February, and it's like... Okay, guys, it's like literally like the second to last day of February, and you haven't announced it. What the fuck? So, there's an update called Daybreak. Yeah, for Pokemon Legends Arceus, it's I don't know. I was like, oh, it's, it looks like it's adding mass outbreaks for um, the Alpha Pokemon, which are like larger Pokemon, harder to catch, but they have better stats and stuff. So I'm like, that's okay sure but i don't know what that really matters but eh. uh that's not the only game that got announced this week street fighter 6 officially announced with like a ryu that looks like straight out of hulk from avengers like he's just massive <laughs> um yeah don't know too much about it another guy's luke which is the new dlc character from uh Street Fighter Five. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Um, people have already been lambasting this game because apparently, um, they stole the they stole the logo for Street Fighter Six from like some website that had logos or something. Like I don't know. Like I'm like Capcom. You got like a ton of people. Could you not get somebody to just design a custom logo? Like why'd you have to just steal shit off the internet? That's weird. It's terrible. Yeah. It, it, it's a garbage logo. Like, literally, it just says SF, and then it's 6 at the bottom. So, Well, they got to redeem themselves for Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Four was fucking amazing. And Street Fighter Five has been garbage, to say that the least. I don't like Street Fighter Five. I've played a little bit of it, and I'm just, eh. Yeah. Like, the V system is kind of fun, I guess. Like, everybody has their own little thing. Like, you get your customizer skills, I guess, and what you do. But, like... It's still, eh. And Street Fighter Six, like, yeah. Maybe this will turn to like a Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, where it's like terrible. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just giving up on Street Fighter. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so why? Like, <laughs> it's kind of garbage. I got like Street Fighter Four, and yeah, I enjoyed that for a bit. I, I mean, I'm not like wholly dedicated to fighting games like I used to be, but I enjoyed it. And yeah, Street Fighter Five was like such a... Ugh, it was not what I wanted. Well, look at Mortal Kombat 11! Fucking, it just... Like, how much shit you can do in that and all the customizations, all the fatalities, all that shit. And then Street Fighter Five comes out and it's like, yeah, we're gonna have some uh, short-ass freaking cutscenes, I guess, and really mm -hmm. laggy service. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, and I don't know, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, 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 I could care less, I think, at this point, about Street Fighter Six, and I don't know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Street Fighter Three. Like, Street Fighter Three is, like, one of those games I go back to and play every so often. Third Impact? Yeah. If they bring any, like, Street Fighter Three characters in, I'll probably play this, but, I don't know, probably not. They did. They brought Oro back and the Street Fighter 3 Impact, but like there's no... I don't think there's Yang or Yang or anything like that. I don't know, man. Like, if they... <laughs> I don't know. Street Fighter 5 is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a new Marvel versus Capcom that's not garbage. That's what I want. I was kind of surprised because there's been rumors that they're gonna, like, basically put out uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but, like, slightly updated. Uh, yeah. And I was like, just give me that. Like, I don't give a shit about Street Fighter 6. Just give me, like, a new, like an updated Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Well, so. they're modding the shit out of Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and they're making it a new game as it is. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Capcom just need to pump it up for their fighting games, man. Yeah. Give me... Give me Urien from Street Fighter that guy was pretty good or necro necro was also pretty good too necro was fun um cool 
Uh, well, maybe Narco. I don't know. I'm still on the fence on Street Fighter Six. Um, on to Baldur's Gate Three. <clears throat> the game is still not out yet, but because mm-hmm. technically it's still in early access. But they keep adding stuff. Barbarians have joined the party, and a new major update for Baldur's Gate Three has confirmed to finally oh. be leaving early access at some point in 2023. So, uh, cool. Can you play through the story of Baldur's Gate Three? I haven't played it yet. Not the entire story. The like, boo! Yeah, that's why everyone's like, just give us yeah. the whole game. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. They're like, basically just running the game as a very long extended beta. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world, but I do think where it gets to be a little bit silly is like, you know, it's been almost two years now and we're still waiting for more of this. So it's like, I don't know. Just get her done. Get her done, guys. <laughs> get her done, boys. Get her done. They're trying. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I just, like, just put the game out. Like, we've been promised shit like Necromancers and other stuff that's been, like, promised for a long time now. And I'm like, are we even going to get it at this point? Like, probably not. But, yeah. yeah, still waiting. Yeah. I do like the game. Like, I put a lot of a lot of time into that game with various classes and other stuff. So, but at this point, I'm, I'm just going to stop playing it until the actual full game's out. Because it's basically like playing a demo over and over again, where eventually you're like, I, I just need the full game at this point. So... Uh, Fallout New Vegas 2 reportedly in early talks. This is just wild. Never in a million years would I have expected yeah. a sequel to Fallout New Vegas 2. Yes. Um, and not like I'm overly mad about it, because, I mean, New Vegas 2 is an awesome card. A lot of people really enjoy it. Uh, or, like, awesome game, sorry. Um, but does, is anyone going to, like... Do you think too many people are going to care? about this or has it been too long since new vegas no i think people will care everybody i I don't know i i constantly hear most people think new vegas is probably one of the best fallouts and you know i i tend to agree i think i like new vegas the best out of all the ones i played too Mm. um i mean it's definitely better than four (laughs) so yeah i i'm i'm excited i'm sure other people are I haven't played 4. I have it, but I haven't played around to it yet. Mm. I wonder, with Fallout New Vegas 2, if they're going to just use the Fallout 4 engine. Because, like... Yeah. I don't... Like, I know they're working on a new Elder Scrolls, but there's no way that engine's probably ready to go. Nor would they probably Mm want to let New Vegas 2 use that engine. So, I'm a little like, hmm, I wonder at what point are they going to be like... You're just gonna be using the Fallout 4 engine still, or if they're gonna let them use something else. So that's that's also yeah, something I'm, I'm a little curious about. But um, yeah. So this is a rumor too, by the way. So this hasn't been officially announced, but I mean, I think it kind of makes sense because Obsidian worked. Is the Obsidian got bought by Microsoft, so did Bethesda. Right. So everyone's all in the same house. Um, take two patents character swapping technology for massive online map traversal uh, many suspect that this will lead to GTA 6 having a massive map um, this patent is, I, I, it's kind of crazy but basically like you can kind of swap out characters on a map and they're saying that like you could hypothetically use this to like traverse around a world pretty quickly it's all a bunch of like I don't know uh, patent nonsense, but the big takeaway here is it probably will have a massive, uh, massive map GTA Six. So that, that that that's the big takeaway there, I guess. Um. All right. Uh, Call of Duty taking twenty twenty three off. So. 
taking a break. I think all these games honestly could take a break. Like the Battlefields, the Call of Duty. Yeah. Just take a take a year off. You don't need to yeah. come out the game every year. Just like Battlefield twenty forty two or whatever it's called. Yeah. But the shareholders, we gotta make money for them. They're yeah. gonna whine. Yeah. They will. If you don't sell, you don't grow. If you don't grow, you don't make the stock go to the moon. Even I think the last uh, call, sure. the last Call of Duty game didn't sell that well either. Like Yeah, they all kind of flopped. Yeah. So eh, I'm fine with this. The next one's a Modern Warfare yeah. 2, and I loved Modern Warfare. So if you leave me with that, you support that for an additional year, I'm fine with that. I can deal with that. Uh, you can now check which games from your Steam library are compatible with the Steam Deck if you want to check. Yay. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's more just like a cool little way to like see basically what you're going to be able to play day one on the Steam Deck. And uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe not the most surprising thing in the world. But like I, I was actually logging in to check it and I realized like, a bunch of my stuff has not even been tested, so I'm like, oh, that's a little, like, mm -hmm. hmm. but, yeah. yeah, like, hey, I can play Elden Ring day one on my Steam Deck, so there's that. Yes, Ooh. I saw some footage for that. Yeah, yeah, right now, the games in my Steam library that are verified to work on the Steam Deck are Elden Ring, Dead Cells, FTL, Jackbox, Party mm -hmm. Pack, Lucas, we're playing this, yeah. <laughs> <Played it> again. <laughs> uh that was pretty fun actually yeah i need to pick up more of those games because they're all just like a ton of fun out yeah they're great uh death loop witcher 3 devil may cry 5 age of empires 2 so there's quite a bit here yeah and then they have some that they say are playable but you still have to like kind of configure them around a little bit so sonic adventure 2 baby i can play sonic adventure 2 on my Steam. oh my Mac. god sonic adventure 2 oh <laughs> shit just really ramp up the graphics on that i love the tail stages oh man shooting shit around and slowing down the gameplay and blowing up tnt and then falling to your death with glitchy bullshit love that shit <laughs> i actually do like sonic adventure 2 even though it's a garbage game it I is a know. garbage <laughs> you know what no i can't say that there's a few stages that are great the voice acting is fucking terrible <laughs> oh oh I've got some unsupported Steam Deck or some games that won't play on Steam Deck. Halo Infinite. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> ooh, Halo the Master Chief Collection. That one kind of sucks. That would have been fun to play on Switch. Hunt Showdown, Jedi Knights, uh, yeah. Jedi Academy, Outlast, and Black Desert. Okay, so most of my games will work. This is not too bad. Yeah, I think they're definitely marking VR games as not playable, like right out of the gate. Mm. They don't want to encourage you to try that because it's not going to be a good experience. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, can, can you step off for a sec for this? I just wanted to one second because we're talking about Steam and stuff like that. I actually have X-Wing simulator games. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. Even okay, though... It's an old ass game, but it's yeah. an old ass game. So we're talking about controllers. Do you guys recommend like a tracking mouse for that game? Like I'd want a tracking mouse. You know what I'm talking about? Like where that mouse has a ball right in the middle of it. Um, Do you guys have that? I've never really used one of those. Nope. No, I think you're. I think you're. You're. You're, you're probably. Better off getting, <laughs> you're probably better off just buying a flight stick because it's gonna be it's gonna cost you less to get a cheap flight stick than it would to get one of those, mm. those yeah masks. really are flight sticks good though like i don't know like i oh, think yeah. like the tracking mouse is better i used uh i got a flight stick for when i played that uh squadrons game that came out it was right yeah, yeah yeah uh um, okay yeah well go steam deck some people are already getting their steam deck i'm fucking Yo. waiting Lord Gaben is personally delivering some Steam decks. Did you guys hear? <laughs> like, him with, like, a camera crew around, like, the Seattle Bellevue area, which happens to be my area, but I'm not getting one. But anyways, uh, he's, like, going to people's houses to deliver their Steam decks personally. And, I, you know, re shooting their reactions with the camera and all that good stuff. It's, it's so cool. 
I just imagine he just comes up and just drops it on your door. He's like, here you go, sleb. <laughs> I don't think he realized calling himself Lord what would have happened. <laughs> Thanks for the money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Does he actually, okay, there's memes of his face. Is he actually like, he's like a pudgy guy. Is that what he actually looks like? Yeah. He looks a little like Santa Claus. Especially now with the white hair and all that stuff. He the looks like beard. George R. R. Martin if George R. R. Martin was slightly cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Oh my god. I'll just imagine him like girlfriend answers the door like, uh, honey, there's a weird bearded man at your door and he's like, <laughs> I'm here from Josh. He bought my Steam Deck. Here you can take it. I got things to do. Just what's up? That basically happened from a Reddit post that I saw where the guy had to go skiing that day and the wife ended up taking the door and oh he God. missed the whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> he was like so mad at himself like, oh no, I didn't know he was going to get, he was going to deliver it himself. Like, do you I have Settlers of Catan? No, I don't want to play it. I got things to do. Bye. <laughs> can, can he knight right. me? Can he be like, you know, you're now a knight of steam? That would be great. Because yeah, he's a lord, right? So that. can he knight me of his country? Or, like, can I be his squire? Yeah, you can, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just squire like, of Steam. I like this new version of Gabe where he's got a massive beard and he just is worth $4 billion and doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> um, got some Crocs on. Yeah. And, I don't know, probably orders Domino's every day. I don't know. I love Gabe. I love just how he just doesn't give a shit about anything anymore. I love it. Yeah. Oh, he was also, I think, on some interview talking shit about the metaverse. He was, he was like, I yeah. <laughs> talking with people who are sort of more in the industry and in the know. Like, how 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 is everybody so excited about the stupid metaverse thing? Like, have they not played an MMO before? <laughs> like, yeah, that's basically what a like metaverse is or Second Life or all that stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I played okay. PlayStation Home back in the day, bitches. I know what's up. <laughs> right. Oh, I remember PlayStation Home. Holy, that takes me back. ASL, ASL, where you at? <laughs> oh my god. This Wasn't is... there? I remember one of those chat things where like you would have like your avatar and you would move it. Oh fuck. Oh no no, this is no good. A lot of that shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, if Gabe wanted to deliver it to my house, I'd be like. Hey Gabe, you want to smoke a joint? He'd be like, "No, I don't do that shit." And he would just walk off. <laughs> I don't know if Gabe sounds like that. I'm not sure why you're using that voice. I don't know. Time. Gabe sounds like that to me. I don't know. He's just a funny <laughs> man. He's just this weird little hermit that owns this big company, and he doesn't announce much. He doesn't come out much. Haven't seen him in a few years, and then you see him, and he's got a big Santa Claus beard. I just love that, like, he's doing things literally the worst way possible, but also the best way possible. So. Well, maybe he's a fucking vampire. Maybe you should talk a vampire voice instead of that. What? Because it doesn't come out of his house, right? Because he comes out at dark? Oh, my God. I'm so confused. I bet you when, like, all this, all, the whole world shut down, Gabe's like, great, don't have to see people ever again. I just... <laughs> Oh, Gabe doesn't listen to this podcast. If he does, Gabe, come on. We want to hear what your actual voice sounds like. I'm probably sure there's, there's like an IGN interview or something out right now that was very recent. You can check it out. Okay. That's probably more efficient use of time than wait for Gabe to come <laughs> <laughs> We're going to utilize our entire audience to get Gabe on this podcast. And then That'd I'm just awesome. going to ask him the dumbest of questions. Like, Gabe. Would American Truck Simulator work on the Steam Deck? Can you confirm or deny? <laughs> they're working on it. I can answer. I see in the blog post that they're trying to get it to work well on Steam Deck. So. Oh my god. <laughs> got controller support and all that stuff. Oh man. I believe. I, I believe in you, Gabe. To get Lord Gabe. To get serious for a half a second, I am excited for the Steam Deck, though, because I think it's cool that it's basically like a portable PC that you can, like, take on the go or hook up to your TV. Like that's actually something understated about the Steam Deck. Cause like, if you want, you can just hook it up to a USB-C dock and play your games on your, on your TV, which is kind of cool too. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I legitimately am excited to get it. 
I don't know when I'm going to get it, but when I do, it's going to be a great day. So, all hail Lord Gabe. And yes. And his beard. And his beard. Uh, and, and thank you, Gabe, for honoring us plebs with your presence. So, Actually, you know, it's even funny with you with that company, because really, when you think about it, they don't have to do anything. They came out with they Steam. They don't. Like, they literally have made so much money off of Steam that they literally could do nothing for the rest of their their entire company's livelihood and they would be fine but they still do stuff like first party games every so often they do mm -hmm. the steam deck and stuff like that again this is something they don't have to do but right. i mean obviously it helps the steam ecosystem and all that but yeah i mean they don't really need to do this so i just stop and think about that every so often like game could literally just stop doing everything right now and we'd be all fine yeah that's right um oh speaking of steam back gabe Newell says steam stopped taking cryptocurrencies because 50 percent of the cryptocurrency paid for transactions was fraudulent yeah this is not that surprising right yeah so that's why he's not super down with the nfts either oh nfts are literally the dumbest thing in the in the fucking world <laughs> oh i got you started on that oh. do you, want, would you like grant <laughs> like, like whenever you see on fucking Twitter, someone's like, here's this exclusive NFT, but it's worth blah, blah, blah. Don't share it anywhere. And it's a fucking JPEG that you can save to your computer. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Did you hear about that guy that was taking pictures of himself? And like, he's a millionaire now because everybody bought his pictures because NFTs. What? Yeah, he took pictures of his depressed self for like a year and then he sold them. And then like they sold those NFTs and now he's a millionaire. And he's like, I don't know why I'm a millionaire now. I don't know either. <laughs> well, I personally would love it if like at a certain point, like I could just take a picture of something, call it an NFT and tell people it's valuable and they would be mm -hmm. fooled. But like, wow, that actually is really valuable. Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> you should you should take a picture of us record you recording and sell that as an NFT. It's Ooh, rare. Yeah. No, you know what we need to do, Lucas, is we need to go to back to burger heaven. We need to eat, take a picture of us <laughs> eating a burger and sell that as an NFT. NFT, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just be like, Lucas just hogging down a burger, NFT worth five thousand dollars. And then no one would buy it. I did eat that burger pretty quickly. Yeah, we need to go back to Burger Heaven. That place is pretty good. It's literally in the title. It's called Burger Heaven. So, it was good. Yeah, I got it from. Um, we're but way we off track, or whatever. Well, are we off track? Because you could eat burgers while you play video games, and that might be the best way to play video games. Steam Deck and burger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dream. I think Lord Gabe would approve. I just every time I say Lord Gabe, it cracks me up. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, Sony's Game Pass confirmed to launch next spring. We don't know what it's actually called, but it's called Codename Spartacus. It's basically their answer to Game Pass. Uh, they did confirm that the highest tier will include classic games and cost $16 per month. So, wow, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I need this? Probably not. Like, <laughs> what game am I really, like, hankering to play? And most first-party Sony games, if I do want them, I can just put, pay for them outright. I don't really need to stream. I don't know. And I hate to say this, but unlike Microsoft, where they now have Bethesda and Activision Blizzard, like, there's not... Like, unless they announce some crazy third-party support for this, I don't see the point. Where's Diablo 4? That's all I have to say. I'm uh, Yeah, I want to play Diablo 4. I want to go mess up some demons. But make it good. Don't don't mess mm -hmm. it up. Also, where's Overwatch 2? I need Torborn to be back. <laughs> oh, yeah. And no. more Torborn than ever. No, I'm done with Overwatch. <laughs> what, what, the game became like an e-game and all that shit? No, fuck that. I, I enjoyed... Like early on when we first started playing that game, and it was just fun. Yes. 
And then if you kept playing it, it got to like the point where it was almost like League of Legends where people are like, why are you choosing that character? Why can't you play this character? I'm like, because I just enjoy playing this character. Why the fuck does it matter? Like that that's that's where it lost me. Where like yeah. you have to be the tank, you have to be a healer, and like this is a team game. You have to work as a team. Like, no, this is just a shooting game that I want to be a fucking hamster and shoot people with machine guns. <laughs> yeah. Like and I get it, there's like you could probably still play that version of the game somewhere, but I don't know. I, I just, just clocked out. I'm well, like, they took out the fun stuff, right? So you yeah. can't, like the, the week where they had those special things where you'd be like six mercies and go around and kill everybody, right? And they took that all out because they wanted to be more hardcore. And like, that's where it lost me. I'm like, that's that's the same thing with like Blizzard's, any of like those PvP shit in World of Warcraft. They start like catering to the people that are like the TV people and all those people. I'm just like, but what about us, the other 20 billion other people that want to play the game for fun? Yeah. And they lose that field. And I know there's even been people who've been on this podcast that probably this would go right over their heads. But yeah, I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I just, it's not fun anymore. And the game still has to be fun, you know, even when you're playing multiplayer. Uh, final bit of news this week is Nintendo is finally ending eShop support for Wii U and 3DS, essentially ending services like Pokemon Bank. So, pour one out for Pokemon Bank and those like me mm-hmm. who have been paying into it for the last however many years. Um, so have I. Yeah. Because the Pokemon Bank basically let you collect all of your Pokemon from your various 3DS games. And now you can send them over to Pokemon Home, which is the new service they have. So, I mean... Probably you want to make that transfer eventually. So, um, but there's already been people who are saying like, well, there's games on Wii U and 3DS that never got ported over to like the Switch or any other system. So, you know, like, do you buy them before they're taken off? Because once eShop support ends, you can't buy those games. Some of those games are just going to be lost to time. And yeah, probably some of them don't really matter, but maybe some of them do. I'm glad I've grabbed a bunch of them. Like, I have, like, old games on my 3DS. It's 3D. I still play my 3DS. Yeah. I play my 3DS, if anything, for the Pokemon Yellow and Gold and all that. Like, they have the original Pokemon games on there. And uh, they you actually can put those Pokemon into Pokemon Home as well. So, or Pokemon Bank and then Pokemon Home. It's a convoluted process. Okay. Well... That's it for news. Let's get to what we've been playing. Uh, I'm going to talk about Elden Ring because Elden Ring kicks all yeah. sorts of ass. Um, it is also a bit unfortunate that I'm playing it on the PC because the PC port is garbage. Right. Um, I've heard. Yeah. I haven't ran into like the issues that people have ran into of like just game breaking bugs or anything. That's been fortunate, but what I did find is that they very clearly did not give a shit about the PC port. So um, the game will show you all the controls with gamepad like binding. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like press A to jump, press X to do this. Well, if you're playing on a keyboard, you're like, huh? Like I'm like these buttons are not what I'm using, and you can't change it. So clearly they didn't care about that. And also, too, the graphical settings are, like, pretty much non-existent. Like, you choose a, like, low, medium, high, or whatever settings, and that's about it. So, very disappointed in, in that regard. But, luckily, the game itself is amazing. Uh, if you've played Dark Souls before, it's pretty much more Dark Souls, but open world. Uh, so, as you get into the world, it's just... There's like a little bit of a dungeon at the beginning and then you kind of just get into this big open world where you see monsters and other stuff and you it's it's you can do whatever you want, which is great. Uh, and there's been stories of people who have bypassed the first major um, dungeon or castle or whatever it is altogether just by like finding a way around it. So there's a lot of cool ways that people are finding ways to bypass the game and like even when I was playing it, I got to the first castle area and this guy's like, I can open this gate for you and you're going to have to fight a ton of enemies or I can like take you around this back way and you can bypass all those people. 
And I was like, I don't trust you because you're a shady ass motherfucker. So mm. open the gate. I'll take all of my chances. Right. Um, yeah. I'm playing as a hero, by the way. And I'm just going for pure like strength and dexterity. I think they call it like a quality build. So pretty much any weapon I find I can use right away, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, and it's interesting too, like when you find something challenging in the game, unlike other Souls-like games where maybe you're stuck on a path and you have to get past a certain enemy to proceed. With this game, you can like just avoid it altogether. Uh, Within like the first hour of the game, I came across this massive dragon and it was super powerful. And the first couple times I was like, I don't think I could beat this dragon. It's way too much. But uh, because I've played Souls games before, I think I'm a little bit more like, no, I'm going to stick with this until I beat this goddamn boss. Uh, but I was thinking mm-hmm. about like, if you really wanted to, you could just bypass that boss altogether and just do something else. So... Um, yeah, I'm probably like a good solid two hours in, three hours in, so I still have plenty of game left, but so far, I'm, like, this game is so good. I mean, even the small issues I have aside with the PC port, like, I'm, I'm sitting at a 9 out of 10, and it probably could even go beyond that, but for now, I'll say 9 just because some of the, the port, the PC port issues are still a little nagging. Right. Um, yeah, uh check it out i mean i also hesitate to recommend this to people because i'm like if you've never played a a souls game before you don't like souls games i don't know if this is like gonna be your jam but if you play souls games like this is pretty much right up that alley um and i think unlike other souls games there's more of a feeling that i want to go back and replay this game with different like classes and different builds like i'm already wanting to go through and do more with magic than I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cool. I also have finally wrapped. I think on Pokemon Legends Arceus, I'm 115 hours into the game. I finally got the shiny wow. charm. I did a lot of shiny hunting with it. So, um, they basically made it now where if you want to do shiny hunting, uh, there's ways to make it a lot easier. Uh, with the shiny charm and a uh, level 10 Pokedex entry and the mass outbreaks, which are these like big groups of a certain kind of Pokemon, you can get your chances of a shiny down to like 1 in 115, down from like 1 in 4,000. So yeah, just been doing that and trying to collect some shiny Pokemon. I think the big thing is I wanted a shiny Scyther, which evolves into Scizor, which is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. So I was like, I was making sure I had the Pokedex entry. I was farming the Scythers, trying to find a shiny one. I think after like three or four hours of like resetting the encounters, trying to get a shiny, I finally got one. So pretty happy about that. No Tyrant, eh? Like that's my favorite Pokemon, the like T-Rex Pokemon. I There's only been like one Pokemon game so far. No, no, no dinosaur Pokemon in this one. God damn it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I was saying this to Lucas over Facebook Messenger, but the, the shiny charm mm-hmm. in this game is busted. Like, if you look at the odds for shinies in this game compared to others, it's insane. Like, there's no way odds for shiny have been this low in any Pokemon game. So, I don't know. I, I'm probably going to go back and do a, a few shiny hunts here and there, but at the same time, too, I'm also like, man... What is up with this game that it's so easy to get shinies? But what about ghost Pokemon? Is there a bunch of ghost Pokemon? Yeah, I'm actually mm. currently trying to get a shiny Ghastly so it can get a shiny um, Haunter, and then eventually a show a shiny whatever his the big boy is called. I forget Gengar. Gengar, that's it. Which really shiny Gengar is not that great unless you get his Mega Evolution, which turns him into complete white, which is kind of cool. Because he's a ghost, so being white would make sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I've played a few games from my Game Pass. I played Halo Wars, which is cool. Uh, it's basically like an RTS set in the Halo universe. 
Uh, I played it way back in the day on Xbox 360, but it's now on PC, and obviously any RTS is going to control much better with a mouse and keyboard than it would a gamepad. Uh, so playing that was a lot of fun. It's definitely the game. The game's difficulty is definitely adjusted because it's on a gamepad. So when you're playing it on a mouse and keyboard, the game's difficulty doesn't really adjust for that. So it is mm. all. It feels a way, a whole lot easier with a mouse and keyboard. Because I think the game doesn't really adjust to you having that better control, if that makes sense. So yeah, I was like, I was just steamrolling things, and I was like, I don't know if this should be this easy, but it's still pretty fun. I'd give it like seven out of ten. I don't think there's really much to play after you play a couple rounds, but if you play Halo and you like RTS games, it's a pretty cool game to check out. Uh, I also played Infernax, which is also on Game Pass, and Infernax is okay. It's supposed to be like an old-school Castlevania throwback. I got bored with it pretty quickly. Um, I, I, I uninstalled it, so it was like... I was kind of hoping there'd be more to it than what there was, but it kind of got a little dull for me after a while. So I give it like 7 out of 10 as well. And then, boy oh boy, I've got my GameCube in storage, and I pulled it out and then i went to a place here in bc called game deals i think lucas you know you know about game, the game deals. in new west yeah yeah hmm. and uh they had a copy of the gamecube version of turok evolution for 10 bucks and i thought i have to pick this game and i had some friends over and i'm like let's play some turok evolution and <laughs> that game is stupid that game is just pure stupidity I mean, almost all of the Turok games are. But Turok Evolution is is really stupid. But we played it on the GameCube, and we had a great time. It was a lot of fun, even though it was one of the dumbest games I've played in a long time. <laughs> Just because those Turok games always have like absurd weapons, like the Cerebral Boar, stuff like that. I was going to say Cerebral Boar. Yeah. That's what you need, buddy. <laughs> we were having so much fun. It was so stupid. I'm like... I would just go and like fire the cerebral board and then you see someone's brains getting eviscerated. You're like, what is going on with this game right now? But again, I'm here for it. GameCube was really good on multiplayer, like especially couch multiplayer. Like you got like Fantasy Star Online, like you yeah. know, Mario Kart, Double Dash, Mario Golf. Like you can go on and on and on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like fuck, even Turok Evolution, like that game was I mean, I used to play it back in the day with, like, people, and wow, it's a whole lot of fun. So, I don't think it really, I don't think it holds up that well, in the sense that, like, graphically, it's kind of garbage, uh, and a lot of the voice acting. There's a villain in that game who's, like, a cowboy. What was his name? Tobias Bruckner? It's just... It's entirely stupid. Um, yeah, I think he, I think Bruckner might be like one of the worst villains in any video game ever. He's just so stupid. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's Turok for you. Uh, and that's all I've been playing. Uh, Dennis, what have you been playing these days? Um, still more Game Pass stuff. I uh, started on my journey into Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. Nice. And of course, started with the very first game. I've never played any of the three, so I wanted to start at the beginning, have one save account that just goes all through the trilogy. So I'm partway through Mass Effect 2, and I, I finished Mass Effect 1 in, I don't know, 40, I would say 40 to 50 hours. I don't recall exactly, but it's fun. I, uh, I see the appeal. It's, I'm very late to the party, um, but I'm really glad they have this legendary edition for me to try the three wonderful games. But yeah, I, I see here. The first Mass Effect, I thought it was great in terms of story and world building. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the voice acting. It was pretty well done. It definitely still looks a little dated. Um, even Mass Effect 2 looks a little dated right now, but um, still, like, I think the story has enough 
weight on its own and the characters are interesting enough for me to want to play through it. Um, I think I actually did all the missions and assignments in the first Mass Effect. Hmm. Um, there are some stuff that wasn't great. Like, I think I thought the, um, the team management aspect of the game was very clunky. The fact that in the first game you had to deal with, like, equipping all of your um, team members and dealing with a lot of inventory of like armor and stuff and making sure you yep. know that stuff was a little too much i think like it was kind of unnecessary um which is good because they took it out of mass effect 2 um but still like i thought it was okay especially since like you don't really invest or you're not invested to like switch up your team members on different missions i found that i kind of just stuck with the two that i like the best so I only had to deal with like the management of their weapons and leveling up and stuff for just the two team members that I bring on to almost every single mission. Um, but other than that, yeah, like that's kind of showing its age. The combat's fine. You know, it's a little dated third-person shooter, but it's fine. It's uh, a little repetitive, I think. I would imagine that you know, given it's like a whole galaxy, I would see a lot more unique environments and things like that but instead like the stations on the planets and all that stuff are all pretty repetitive so mm -hmm. even like the mission types are kind of repetitive it's just like oh now you're shooting these people now it's a different faction you're shooting at but for whatever reason their you know their little base on this planet is exactly the same as their this other base on this other planet that is you know used by this other faction other than that like yeah, it's a little immersion breaking, but I still found the game really good. So yeah, very late to the game. I enjoyed the first Mass Effect though, um, and personally, this I guess this is just like there's no point rating it, but I'll, I'll rate it anyways just because giving a number to like how I feel towards it. I think it's it's solid. It's like eight and a half out of ten for me. I, I enjoyed it. It was really fun, and I'm really glad I was able to carry my save into Mass Effect Two, which I'm partway through as I mentioned. They made a lot of good quality of life changes since the first game. Um, the game mostly still plays the same, still third-person shooter. Um, it's a lot more, I think, uh, cover-heavy now, so it feels a little more like Gears um, in that sense. The same great story is coming through, same great voice acting is done. Um, the missions feel a lot more fluid. There's a lot less repetitiveness, I've noticed, mm -hmm. which I enjoy a lot. And the team management also is a lot better since you don't have to deal with, um, you know, equipping armor and all that stuff. The only thing you really have to do is just choose what weapons that they can use. And now your team members no longer can use all the weapons. Um, they sort of specialize in two and based on, you know, which team member... Uh, now it's actually there's an incentive for you to choose different people for different missions besides, you know, the story implications. Um, now, if you want, you know, something that's more long range, you have to choose a character that might use an assault rifle or a sniper rifle more um, mm -hmm. over, you know, someone who uses like a pistol and a submachine gun, things like that. So, yeah, I think they made a lot of good little changes into Mass Effect 2. I haven't finished the story yet. Um I'm, in fact, I was a little thrown off by my friend who's played through all the game was telling me that like, oh, there's like, because it's the Legendary Edition, there's DLC stuff mixed in, but I, I couldn't really tell. So mm. sometimes like I just played through like a side mission that was like a really huge mission. And I was like really surprised. I'm like, oh, that's weird. This is like, a, it's like a side, you know, thing, but it played like almost like a main mission. But then he was like, oh, yeah, it's probably a DLC mission. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So um if you are playing the legendary edition you know don't ignore all the side missions i think i mean for this kind of game i feel like it's more fun if you just play through all the content anyways at least once do all the missions and things like that just mm -hmm. to get the fun dialogue even like between missions to talk to your crew um yeah i mean the dlc characters are in there too again like they have a fewer dialogue lines and they're you know less choice heavy but I'm glad they're there, and uh, it's yeah, it's been really fun so far. The characters are really interesting. You have a way bigger team now, so I yeah, I can't wait to finish this game and like go to Mass Effect Three. Um, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I'm looking forward to three because you know, as 
we pl I'm playing the newer games, I expect like even better quality of life changes, even better graphics, even better like everything basically. So this is really great. Um, maybe not Andromeda though. I've heard Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda was kind of trash. I don't know if I should. Yeah, maybe I won't play that one. Mass Effect Three. Uh, I mean, people really crap on the ending to that game, which it's not great. But there's it a lot. But there's a lot of stuff <laughs> in that game that's like, oh boy, like how they resolve some character storylines and that. Um, it still bothers me. But <laughs> all right, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'll check it out. I'll report back. Yeah, maybe my next podcast I would have finished two and three. We'll see. What, what class are you playing as? Oh, I I just like doing the being the main DPS in my you know team because I don't trust the AI to kill things for me. <laughs> so I always pick AIs that are more heavier with like biotics, and I just stick with like the soldier ish class. Okay. Um, and mainly just increase my weapon damage to the max and just shoot everything down. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I like doing here. Nice. Yeah, I and... always liked playing as the Vanguard. I always find the Vanguard to be a lot of fun. Cause, like, you could just bomb rush all the enemies and just shoot them right in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot of fun, fun in Mass Effect 3. They really upped it in Mass Effect 3. The Vanguard? All right. Hmm. Cool. Well, Lucas, what have you been playing? Uh, I haven't really been playing or passed too much. I'm still playing Assassin's Creed 3. But, um, I just kind of built up three. my pirate ship. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, not 3, sorry. 4, pirate, sorry. 3 is oh, the native Black one. Flag. I always keep the nice. Black Flag, yes. I'm playing Black Flag. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, building up my pirate ship again and stuff like that. It's the redone, like, you know, graphic version of it um, on PS4. So that's been that's been a lot of fun. Um, the other thing I've been playing um, is Duke Nukem 3D. But the only reason why I want to talk about that is because I had no idea there was like I literally stumbled on a lot of secrets because like I'm now used to video games and secrets, and like you press a switch and you run over to somewhere and then you go into like I think it was like the space station levels and there's the fucking Enterprise. Mm. I'm like the hell, huh? Like, I didn't know if you know about this. And, like, so basically go in there and, like, you go into, like, the Picard's ready room and stuff like that. And in the um, the game, they let you listen to the developers, like, how they made the video game and stuff like that. Which is why I bought in the first place. And that's been fun. But they were talking. They're like, there's the real ready room. I'm like, what? You just press this button. I'm like, okay. So I press this button and, like, another store comes in. And basically Picard has a porn room. Like, he just has, like, girls, like, naked and stuff like that. I'm like, God damn it, freaking Duke Nukem. All right, then. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a thing in Duke Nukem. I'm like, I'm starting to realize Duke Nukem was, like, these people were really, really into porn because there's lots and lots of nudity in this game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, a lot. That's, that's, that's wild. That's something. Uh, it's Duke Nukem for you. So, hide your children, I guess. <laughs> you're playing this game i don't know uh have i played playing anything else oh i played i beat darth vader vr i did do that okay that was yeah. kind of fun um so uh i give that a good like six or seven out of ten it's not like you know it wasn't like the best but like still um using force powers was fun um like you know grabbing a, a stormtrooper flying them into like you know a volcano or whatever the hell you want to do with them it's it's kind of fun, like you could grab them and like wing them around and push them somewhere, um, or reflecting lasers and stuff like that. That that was fun. Um, I, I, the VR has been. I bought the VR set three years ago now, and I've played a couple of VR games. And like PlayStation VR, it, it's fun, but like the, you know, I always have an issue with the glitches. It's always like these are too far, or your hands are not like you know beside you and shit like that, or you have to like reset it all the time. Like, I'm assuming VR hopefully one day will get better, but it's still... That's the reason why I wanted to get VR in the first place. It always felt like... It's always immersion-breaking, right? You can't, like, go down mm -hmm. or walk out. Now, my girlfriend played VR for the first time. I played Wizard Waltz, but it was fun to watch her because she would, like, walk around the room and, like, hit the couches and shit like that. It was pretty fun to watch her do that, but, like... <laughs> it's still it's still immersive, but she still had the issue where like I can't grab this, and I'm just sure to like you know center yourself and stuff like that. It's still mm. 
PSVR is still very technical um, light where they have to really fix that kind of shit. Besides that, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I liked Vader VR. I played it for a little bit, and yeah, I mean, uh, Star Wars. Same thing. Like you like throw the stormtroopers around and like using your lightsaber, but that that the story was nice. It was fun. Like characters are fun, right? And like it's not was it great when it wasn't bad yeah yeah that's yeah i think like star wars like they want to do more stuff with vr they need i think they kind of need to get a little more original like some of the stuff they have is okay but it's like do i want like a whole do i want more of this like i don't know i keep saying like i want them to go back to like kyle katan and like dark forces do more of that stuff that'd be awesome Well, I guess that's it for this week. Yep, yep. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie will... I think Jamie's playing Elden Ring, so we'll get his opinion when he's on next time. But, you know, I think everyone just is universally loving Elden Ring so far. So yeah. I imagine he'll probably like it as well. But we'll find out next week. Or not next week, next time. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.